listening to the Twin Theory Podcast, Season 4. Hello, and welcome back to uh, the next episode of the Twin Theory Podcast. The last time we spoke to you all, we talked about our Sweet 16 and uh, just kind of reflected on those moments. I think it was a great conversation just to kind of walk back and go down uh, memory lane and talk about that that experience. It was surely memorable and lots of people who were there and that got to participate even reached out and said, man, I was listening to that episode and I thought so much about, you know, what happened there and how much fun it was and just celebrating you guys's uh, 16th birthday. So this episode, we want to change it up a little bit and kind of get back on some of the twin topics that we've talked about, just kind of, you know, brushed over in the past a little bit. Uh, but the one we want to talk about today is intuition. So this is something that most people just think outright, you know, just, oh, you're identical twins. So you guys have like this twin intuition or this telepathic type you know, ability where you know what the other one is thinking or you guys are just connected in a way that's not like everybody else. So we kind of want to talk about that a little bit um, today and maybe just some of the experiences and in ways that we think that just us being, I really think just us being twins, uh, you know, may have something to do with it. Now, I don't have a medical you know, degree in this or anything. So I can't really say for certain, but definitely there are some moments and things that have happened that, you know, I look back on and go, Hmm, that was really, we were really in tune then. So I want to kick off. And I, I think I told the story. I'm not sure if I did or not, but I'll kick off with the story. And it's a unforgettable moment when uh, we were in high school. I'll never forget it. The bus got to school early and when the bus would get there early, everybody had to sit in the gym. We were sitting in the gym one time. Marissa had to go use the restroom. She walked out of the gym and somebody just came up and teased as they always do. Oh, you're a twin. Do you know where she at all the time? And I said, yes, because we've said no so many years. And so to so many people, no, I don't know where she at. I can't feel when she feel all of that. So this time I played around and I said, yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly where she's at. And they said, oh, really? So where is she at? And I was like, she's about to walk through that door right there. Now, most of you all that that have ever been to like a high school gymnasium, you know uh, that a high school gym has quite a few doors and quite a few areas. And there's many doors that she could have walked through. But I pointed to the door and I'm telling you in under five seconds, I, I feel like as soon as I said she's about to walk through that door, like you, it was maybe one beat. And then the door opened and everybody looked over towards the door and she walked through the door and everybody just like went mayhem. I'm telling the story from my point of view. I'm going to have Marissa follow up from her point of view. But everybody just went mayhem. I mean, they're running across the gym. They're jumping up and down. They're falling all over themselves. Me, I'm very calm, cool, and collected. But internally, I was thinking to myself like, I ain't have not a clue that she was about to walk through the door at that moment. But you know, what's interesting is that moments like that have happened, I feel like a lot throughout our lives, Marissa, where maybe like I think something and you confirm it. Things like that has happened in our lives a lot, Marissa. 
And uh, you have definitely confirmed it and confirmed that like we're on the same wavelength in a lot of ways. And sometimes, I mean, I've just gotten used to it. It used to kind of be a little bit unsettling because it was like, okay, are you like, how did we think of the exact same thing? We do have those moments where we say the exact same thing, finish a sentence or whatever. Um, And I'll get more into it. You know, definitely some things our brother has mentioned before and that sort of thing. But I'm going to get to you. Getting back to the story, Marissa, from your perspective, you're coming back into the gym and you see people going crazy. What was your perspective from that initial story? So I would say coming in, of course, I didn't have any idea. Like, what in the world are y'all doing? I mean, you used to goof around all the time with the ladies basketball team. So I didn't know. Just like, whatever. It's Courtney. So, you know, I didn't think it was that big. When you explained it, you know, I didn't, it wasn't anything weird to me. Cause again, we've had moments in life like that. And we had where it was just kind of like <laughs> the guess actually came true. So I don't think I thought much of it then. I guess thinking now, not particularly about just that situation, but others, um, I, I think it's happened enough incidentally where <laughs> there could be some sort of unspoken connection. But at the same time, I think as well, We've been around each other long enough and know and can read each other well enough and know each other's patterns and movements well enough to where we could probably guess that. Like, you might not see me for a week, but you could probably narrow down where I'm at and when I'm probably going to be walking through the door at my house and all of that. So I would say just kind of knowing each other within that way we could make an educated enough guess, <laughs> you know, hot off the press there to where we might actually be right. So yeah, definitely. That's a good point that, you know, we've been around each other so much. And so we know each other's mannerisms and that sort of thing. I do think there's a little more to it. In that instance, I, you know, was just guessing. I really was just guessing. I was just saying the first thing that came to mind, she's going to walk through that door and then you walk through the door. Uh, but there have actually been moments where I do feel like we were just really connected or uh, whether it was I just looked at you and we knew exactly what was happening and and I say that because there are other siblings out there that are very close proximity and age and grew up together and you know they know each other but having those like you know internal connection moments it's just happened I feel like so many times and it's interesting because if my brother was here he would tell you absolutely that that there's some sort of twin telepathic connection, intuition, somebody research it like he would tell you, because he's told me many times. And I know he's told Marissa many times, hey, you just called me and told me the exact same thing Marissa called and told me. Did you talk to her? And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't talk. I didn't talk to her at all. And he's like, OK. And he's like, you guys do that so much that I he honestly believes there's something connected there like you know he could probably write a whole twin con conspiracy theory book and movie at this point but he honestly thinks that we have some sort of telepathic powers and it's um but it's just interesting how you know when it happens maybe outside of those moments that we're like sitting right beside each other and we just kind of look at each other like mm, you think what I'm thinking but like if there's a moment where maybe I'm home and you know I call VJ and say something and maybe you do too. And you say something. I honestly didn't feel connected to you in that moment. It's just a thought. But it's almost like we 
think the same thing sometimes. Like it's it's really it's really weird because our personalities are so different, but like there we're so we're still kind of tied together in ways and definitely in in our thinking because well i mean yeah brother is nine years younger than us but we did grow up together with him but we are not on the same wavelength with him we are definitely not on the same thinking wavelength with him at all so i you know i definitely think that there's something extra there and i don't think there's anything that you've ever said or done that bewildered me that i was like now where did that come from and i can't make any sense of that nothing you have ever done has has made me feel like that everything has always been like yep that's exactly what I thought would happen that makes absolutely all the sense in the world I don't know how do you feel about that uh so I would say I agree I don't think you've ever come to me with anything just like wild and crazy I think if you ever did I would be less uh I I would be curious as to like what you were surrounding yourself with like the people or the environment to make you kind of float off in that direction. But even when we don't see eye to eye, like I don't think you've ever said or done anything where I've just been like, I don't know where in the world you are. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know where in the world you, you're coming from. So I would have to agree. Like we, I think we always understand each other. We might not always agree, but we always at least understand each other pretty well. Um, and that we do have those moments. Um, I think, and this is slightly different, but to that same degree in in terms of thinking and and that and whatnot along the same lines um what was it a month or two months ago I went to the Corinne Bailey Ray concert out here and I took a picture of the stage and sent it like oh yeah I'm here and then you hit me right back like oh my goodness when I went to that same arena to go see what Killer Mike I sat in that same seat in that same section and it's like, who would have thought, you know what I mean? Like I go, I wasn't at the Killer Mike show with you, but I went to the Corinne Bailey Ray show, you know, by myself and end up sitting in the same seat in the same section that you did. So I even think like select, like seat selection or even just the way we perceive things or, or do certain things might be within the same, a similar wave. Like, again, we don't always agree on everything and we don't do everything, you know, one for one, tick for tack for sure. But there is kind of, a, a, I would say, a line that does kind of hold us close together. So I, I can't quite put my finger on it. You know, I would say that it's there. Uh, I don't know if I would call it anything telepathic or anything like that. But there is something I think that we both got some some mojo. We both got wired in both of us <laughs> that is very similar. Yeah, I love that. The mojo that's within both of us. Uh, and yeah, when you mentioned that about the the concert, like when you sent the ticket, is is you know, I think those types of things have happened so many times that it didn't really, I was just like, wow, you know, I was sitting there too, but it just happens so often that you just kind of get used to it. Um, but even that happens sometimes with like, if we're driving, like if you're like, oh, I'm gonna go to the store and I'm like, oh, well, I'm, you know, headed to the store as well, or we're going to the same place and they could be the biggest parking lot in creation. And somehow I'll park right beside you or right across from you or something we are and it's like how did you know it's thousands of cars in this parking lot you know this parking lot is massive how did we wind up right beside each other you know like it's it's so and, and it's so interesting and it's not me consciously thinking or like really you know using a lot of energy to think now where would marissa park like no it's literally just me doing my every day and i'm just gonna go and park right here and wait that's her car right there you know and and 
it's it's weird <laughs> you know in some ways it is weird I've just brushed it off over the years I feel like um but you know I do feel like if there were like some sort of test that we ran I do feel like that we could score almost 100 out of 100 maybe if you went through some sort of um you know if they had something some questions that they asked you especially if they're multiple choice and then they asked me the same questions for me to guess which ones you answered I do feel like we could score very closely and it's not even a we're using a really strong conscious effort to try to figure out now what would she do or what would she say no it's just a just every day before I throw it back out to you another person that would come up and and write a few chapters of that conspiracy theory book that my brother with uh spearhead is my father my father definitely thinks for for our entire life and, and you know i laugh because i don't know what happened as a kid but something happened and my father has never been convinced any other way because our entire lives he just looks at us a little bit differently and he's like oh i know you know what she's thinking or you know or like oh you know where she at right now you know like he'll be on the phone with me and be like i haven't heard from your sister where she at and i'm like i haven't heard from her either i don't know where she at yeah you do and i'm like what are you talking about like i don't know where she at. and and it's it you know it's funny but i do feel like maybe that's a question that we should ask dad because i feel like something has happened you know maybe as a kid or we did something that you know just spooked him or whatnot but again i think that he would you know volunteer a few chapters of that conspiracy theory book to vj just because he has never said anything outside of y'all can read each other's mind we've played um what's the game taboo um and you know he won't let us play on the same team uh whenever we play taboo marissa you don't even have to say anything uh you know like you don't really sometimes <laughs> i've guessed the word before marissa even said anything or before she even you know <laughs> and i think that's when we got kicked off the same team like i think that's when we got kicked off the same team and it's so weird it's hard to explain but like you just made a facial expression and i was like oh bentley and it was like yes it's a bentley and my dad is like no nah, they can't be on the same team and it's like it's not telepathic i'm not in your brain it's just I can read your mannerisms and I can read so many things. It's like you, I think at that moment, were just thinking about what you were going to do. And I was like, oh, she's, she's trying to act a Bentley. You know, like I knew it was a car or something. You know, like, I don't know. It, the word probably wasn't Bentley, but it was just whatever the words were. It was just when I was up there, you could guess them so easily. I didn't have to give that many examples. If we play charades, same thing. I barely get into any position and you call out the whatever the word is. And, and you know, for my father, that spooks him, I think. You know, I think he thinks it's kind of cool, too. But, like, it's hard to explain in those moments. It's just, like, I can read you extremely well. So I would definitely say, um, before I get to VJ and Dad, I would definitely say in terms of being able to read each other and kind of having that connection, you know, I think in some ways, you know, the ways that we are similar, that's where it works. Because when we are, say, playing a game, we're having to guess when you are, you know, when you're up there, you got to act out of whatever in some cases, it's like, oh, that's the same thing I would have done if I was up there for whatever term for Bentley. That's what I would, you know what I mean? And so that's when it's like, oh, such and such, because I can read you well enough to where, you know, it's like, well, I probably would have 
guessed the same thing or said the same thing. So in, in, in the ways that we are similar, I think it works in that way. Um, but I mean, I guess if you kind of think about it, we did cook together in the same womb for how many ever months, you know, so in everything about us was built our brain and everything. So there, it probably makes sense that there's some sort of connectivity somewhere. Um, now, again, does it go as far out as us consciously being able to understand each other, like what the other is thinking or going to No, absolutely not which makes it comical when dad brings it up every time. Sometimes dad looks up at us like we're foreign and it's hilarious. I'm just like, dad, go sit down. <laughs> but uh, he is very convinced, like nobody could convince him otherwise. So maybe it was something when we're younger, but you know, even when you're younger, um, all the things that you do before you learn how to, to speak is nonverbal. And with us being by and with each other all the time, we learn to communicate with each other first. So I think even as we grew up, even though we weren't consciously like learning how to communicate non-verbally, it was still something that occurred because it, it's happened that since we came out the womb. So I think this is has, you know, some parts of that. Uh, but yeah, going back to VJ and dad, they are very convinced that again, you know, you can only see things from your personal view. So I understand like we, we can see it from the inside and we're like, no nah, sway. Like I can't read her mind. I can't any of that, but I can understand from the outside when you see it happen enough where, you know, the guesswork just line up every single time you start to wonder like, wait a minute. So I, I get it. Even though I will say it's, to me, it's always hilarious, especially with dad, because dad is so convinced Like you cannot tell him otherwise. So to me, it makes it funny. But uh, yeah, I think that's my take. Yeah, definitely with him. Um, you know, one thing that you mentioned that I think is worth kind of plugging into a little bit here is our um, communication and even, you know, some things that people don't think about, like yeah, our nonverbals that you pick up on when we don't know how to say words. <laughs> I'm laughing. And, and, and I laugh because I'm thinking like, well, oh, maybe that was a little freakish to dad. If you set us in the same crib and we communicated with each other in some sort of way that was not verbal and we were still able to, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I'm pretty sure dad just would sit back and watch us interact with each other. And we were able to have a full blown interaction without saying words. And it was probably, just a little, you know, just different. I've been told because I don't remember this far back in life, but we first started to speak. Uh, you would not speak uh, that Marissa did not speak. She, you know, almost had to go to like speech therapy and stuff because Marissa would not talk at all. She wouldn't say not one word, uh, but I spoke for Marissa. And so if she went somewhere and it was like, hey, you know, Marissa, do you want the hot dogs or the hamburgers? And then I would say, Marissa wants a hamburger. You know, do you want ketchup and mustard? She wants ketchup and mustard on her hamburger. And they would get a hamburger with some ketchup and mustard and give it to Marissa. She would eat it. <laughs> and you would eat it. 
that's not funny, but it is. Like, and you would eat it, and you would eat it, and they were like, it always worked. It was a, it was a foolproof method. Like, if we needed to communicate with Marissa, talk to Courtney. I'm pretty sure that I'm laughing because it's probably freakish for the people who were involved at the time that tried to talk to you, and you looked at me, and I start talking to them. Like that could be a whole horror movie. But like, you know, you know, my mom was like, hey, for the longest time, Marissa did not speak and so if we needed to know what marissa needed we looked at you and you spoke for her and so i don't remember how we were in tune at that point like i don't know if he was winging it i don't know if i was just <laughs> i don't know what was going on and i'm glad you started speaking because like i if they asked me now i just wouldn't know um but clearly there were some some strong connection points at that time uh for me to be speaking for you making decisions for you and all we had to do was look at each other like I'm pretty sure dad did experience something and so we might need to you know call him up one day and say hey dad what actually happened that you feel that way but you know it's interesting with our brother because we're nine years older than him so I do remember from nine years until now but I still feel like he's experienced something that makes him very much so just as convinced 10 toes down with my with my father that we have some sort of telepathic ability. I don't know where that connection point is, but I will say we are definitely connected. And I do think that we are connected more than your average sibling or friend or anything. Cause I just think that, um, it, I would, unless you intentionally tried to throw me off or I intentionally tried to throw you off. I don't think that we could, because I think we just know each other so well that it's hard to do that, especially because even on into adulthood, we have been together. The only time we were actually really separated was the uh, four years that we were in college. And then after that, we were, you know, reunited. And so even though we don't live together, we still see each other often enough. We still talk often enough that it's like there's still that strong bond there. Anyway, any any parting thoughts on that, Riss? No, I don't think I have anything to add. I mean, I think I certainly agree there i i think you know I, coming out of this you know i just want to state again i don't have any conscious memory of like ever fully tapping in like oh yeah i exactly know what she's thinking right now or she's gonna do or anything like that uh but i do think being able to read the the non-verbals well enough and carrying up some of the communication we had when we were younger is kind of influencing some of the connection that we have now that goes beyond like what some folks might say is regular. Well, good. Maybe we'll do a follow up. Maybe that'll be an interview that we do. Lord help us. Maybe that'll be an interview that we do with our father or a brother or both or bring them both on. Lord really help us uh, bring them both on just to get some of their experiences as to what actually went down because that's it's so interesting because they will never actually say what happened. Um, I think for my brother, it's just that me and you have said the exact same words to him, the exact same things to him so many times. And we were in just different areas when we told him and he's like, OK, listen, you know, the other one has already told me like and we just had no idea. So I think he's just been over the years, put it together like, yeah, there something is happening. They're like, this is not normal. So definitely if, if any twins out there, any multiples out there, any parents of twins um that have experienced anything especially those that 
you know, maybe have children or, or kids or young ones or newborns or whatnot that are twins, I'd be really interested in hearing, um, you know, feedback or about maybe some of the things that you observed in your twins and, you know, maybe how they uh, connect with each other and how maybe they communicate with each other, the nonverbals in, in a way that you know that they are communicating with each other. Definitely, we're looking forward to hearing from you. You can contact us at, uh, you can email us at twin theory podcasters at gmail, or you can find us on any major podcast streaming at twin theory podcast. And so uh, you can also find us on Instagram on twin three podcast. And so you can shoot us a DM question or whatever. We're, you know, always open to getting some of your feedback, but definitely interested in this one because, you know, from, from our point of view, we think that it's normal, but I think that, you know, it's a, it's enough. I, I know enough to be able to say that maybe it's not normal for some folks that are outside that are, are looking at it. And so It'd be interesting to hear some of you guys' feedback. And again, maybe we'll have to do a follow-up with our brother and our father. So uh, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are enjoying the season. Um, And here in the U.S. and in the D.C. area, it is getting cooler outside. Definitely. It's a a beautiful time. It's in the 70s and 60s and it's dropping down to the 40s at night. And so it's a beautiful time right about now um so wherever you're at you know i hope you're enjoying the seasons and we have some holidays uh coming up so definitely we will be in touch and we will talk to y'all later